Hello, and welcome to episode 35 of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pennell, co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business or you're just thinking about starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you and inspire you, not just to build a vegan business, but to build a successful vegan business. Now, many podcasts start out with some adverts and promotions, but don't worry, we're not going to do that. But I am going to start out with an advert for ourselves, because if you are trying to grow a vegan business at the moment, then did you know you can also connect with an amazing community of other vegan business owners by becoming a member of Vegan Business Tribe for just £12.99 a month? Now, that's the equivalent of buying a single cup of coffee a week from your local coffee shop. And as a member, you get full access to all our regular content, our regular networking meetups and business clinics with myself and Lisa, and access to our VBT community hub. And this is where you can talk to and get support from other vegan business owners who are on the same mission that you are. And did I also mention that all members get full access to our vegan marketing course. So if you just don't know where to start with marketing a vegan business, this course will take you from knowing absolutely nothing about marketing to having a full marketing plan. And whilst I'm in a little bit of a promotional mood, I also wanted to give a big shout out to our two newest Vegan Business Tribe patrons. Now, we owe a lot to our patrons because these are our VBT members who give a little bit extra every month to help us on our mission of skilling up and championing the vegan business scene. And these are Nick Mayhew, who runs VFIN and Peak Business Finance. So if you are looking to raise capital for a vegan business, maybe you need to buy equipment, or you need to take out a loan and you don't know where to go, then do take a look at peakbusinessfinance.co.uk and know that you'll be dealing with a great ethical vegan and a fellow vegan business tribe member just like you. And our second new patron is Keith Lesser from Vegan Accountants. And if you need help getting your accounts in order, then Keith really is the man to talk to. He's always giving great, amazing advice to our members in our community hub. And I actually always use Vegan Accountants as an example of just how far the vegan business scene has come. Yes, we even have vegan accountants now. So just go take a look at veganaccountants.co.uk to book in a chat with Keith. And we're always really grateful to all our members and patrons because they are the people who mean we can keep recording this podcast every week and putting out all our content and running our business clinics and our networking meetups and just doing generally everything we can to support vegan businesses worldwide. Just go take a look at veganbusinesstribe.com for more content and more information on how you can join this mission too. Okay, so one thing that's been coming up recently in our business clinics is vegan businesses using social media to promote themselves. And it's a great fit for many of us. Social is a great place to find customers who are on the same mission as you are. But if you promote your business on social media, then at some point you will inevitably 
Get one of these wise guys or wise gals making anti-vegan comments on your posts. And we've all seen them. Sometimes they're just single words like bacon. You know, how imaginative could you get? But other times they can be quite strong comments, sometimes even graphically so. They might attack you personally or your company or even your customers. They will post photos of slices of ham or a cooked steak. And it's really surprising sometimes what people find acceptable to write on a social media post and a business social media post at that when their name and their profile picture is right there next to the comment that they've just written. And if you haven't come up against this yet, then you're doing really well. Although that might also be a sign that you're not really getting yourself out there enough yet. But for most of us, whether we're running social media adverts or we're building up an audience on Instagram or we're running a Facebook group, if you are leading with a vegan message, then at some point you are going to come up against the AVT or the anti-vegan troll. So in this session, I want to really talk about this because we get it a lot ourselves at Vegan Business Tribe. We do a lot on social media. We run adverts, we share a lot of posts, and quite often myself and Lisa's face might be on those posts. And I can tell you, some people just don't hold back. We've been told we'll be out of business in a month because veganism is just a myth. We've had people telling us to enjoy our sprout soup because they'll be tucking into a juicy steak that evening. I've even been called a bald single hippie because my face happens to be on the cover of these podcasts. Well, bald Okay, I'd prefer to say I've got a shaved head, but I'm going to struggle to argue with that one. Single, though, well, Lisa is literally stood next to me on our page's profile picture. And this is the thing. It is so easy to take these comments personally. And the first time this happens to you, it can be really distressing, especially if somebody has commented on one of the posts from your business, because the whole world can see and they might have made a personal attack or they might have put a really long post quoting research or linked to very spurious studies to try and prove you wrong. And your first reaction might be to go full on vegan Rambo on that comment. You know, you come in with studies of your own, you link to videos on YouTube and before you know it, there's an absolute train wreck happening on your social media page. And that's what we're going to talk about how to avoid, because there is a time and a place to get into arguments and your business page isn't usually that place. Imagine if you had a real world store. Now, would you get into a wrestling match in the middle of your shop just to prove somebody wrong who had walked in and disagreed with you? No, of course you wouldn't. There are far better ways of handling the situation that wouldn't involve you losing your cool or smashing up your shop in the process. Now, of course, you can just delete these comments and sometimes that is the best way to deal with them. But if you know me, you will know how much I like to see everything as an opportunity. And in many cases, somebody making these kind of comments on your social media posts can be just that. 
It can be an opportunity to engage with somebody who has got misconceptions about what veganism is and who vegans are, as well as an opportunity to better connect with your own tribe. But in order to get to that level of zen, when we can start to interact rationally with these kinds of posts, it's first really important to understand why these comments happen in the first place. Because you're probably viewing the comment as somebody coming onto your post and attacking your view of the world, when in reality, the complete opposite is usually true. It's you who has likely come uninvited into their social media space with views that go against their worldview. And in some cases, your view might be in direct opposition to how this person makes a living and how they provide for their family. And the reason that this is probably the case all comes down to social media algorithms. So let me explain. If you run an advert for your business on Facebook, for example, it lets you choose what audience you would like to show that advert to. So you might select people who are interested in veganism. Because if you've got a vegan product or you're selling a service to other vegans, then that's the really obvious place to start with your targeting. Of course it is. You want all these lovely vegans to see what you are selling and rally around your mission and your cause with all that vegan love and goodwill. However, how does Facebook know who's interested in veganism? Have you ticked the box on your profile to tell Facebook you're a vegan? No, of course you haven't, because there isn't one. Facebook believes that you are interested in veganism because you interact with a lot of posts about veganism. You comment on them. You give a reaction. Maybe you, you post a lot yourself about veganism because that's what vegans do. Well, do you know who else comments a lot on vegan posts and talks a lot about veganism on social media? People who hate vegans. That's who. They select the laughing reaction when one of their friends shares something about vegan eating. So Facebook thinks they must love that topic. They write really long comments and have long in-depth arguments on other adverts that are targeting vegans. So Facebook thinks this person always gets really involved with anything about the vegan topic. So if someone is trying to target people interested in veganism, then I'm definitely going to show this person that advert. And this is one of the really ironic facts that the more somebody gets angry and comments and argues on posts about veganism, the more posts about veganism that person sees in their newsfeed. And before they know it, they are surrounded 24 hours a day by these bloody vegans. So we need to understand that. And we need to understand that to these people, we are the ones entering their social media news feeds completely uninvited. We might as well have just walked into their house and put up a vegan poster in their living room and then not understand why they're shouting at us to get out. So it's important to realise how your post got in front of this person in the first place. Is it somebody who just set out to be disruptive? And you do see this. People purposely join vegan Facebook groups 
just to post a photo of some meat because they think it's funny or to get a reaction. But for the vast majority, you, or rather the platform, have brought your company uninvited into their social media feed and their comment, it's a reaction to that. And once you start from that point of view, then you can start to view negative comments in a completely different light and you can deal with them in a different way. Let me ask you, before you went vegan yourself, what was your opinion of vegans? Did you think that they were a great bunch of people and you wish you could be more like them? Or did you think they were a bunch of tree-hugging hippie snowflakes? Because let me tell you, my view was that veganism was a fairly extreme view. I thought it was a, an interesting idea, but I also thought that it wasn't right to try and force your way of life onto other people. I mean, I knew where my food came from. I knew beef was a cow and I knew bacon was a pig and I knew that all these cows happily lived in fields, eating grass all day and enjoying the sunshine because I saw them whenever I drove past my local farm. And I also knew that they enjoyed being milked because, gosh, those udders looked so heavy. So imagine the relief when the kind farmer takes away all this excess milk. And were your own views of veganism much different before something happened in your life to set you on a plant-based journey? Did you think that vegans were just a bunch of preachy millennials trying to take away your Sunday lunch and your mocha latte? Do you now realise how wrong you were? Not because you were a bad person or because you were unethical or that you didn't care but just because that is how vegans have been portrayed in the media. And that's the only information you had to make a decision on. We have faced a lifetime of being told that we need dairy and meat in our diets to stay healthy, even by our National Health Service. Every supermarket has hidden away the realities of what goes on in these industries. And instead, they give us pictures of happy animals running around fields looked after by caring farmers. And I bet that challenging those views yourself, it wasn't easy. And maybe you'll say, well, yes, but you would never go and post negative things on a company's social media post. But what if it felt like you were surrounded by it all the time? And getting yourself into this frame of mind that you might actually be having a conversation with yourself from five years ago, that really helps when engaging people who are making anti-vegan comments. Because, as I always say, the heart of veganism is showing compassion to all species, and that includes your own. So we've taken a few deep breaths and we've resisted the urge to go full-on keyboard warrior when we get one of these comments. So what are the options of what you can actually do when this happens to you? Well, the first option is just to delete it. And if you are using Facebook mobile, then there is currently a really useful delete comment and ban user function. And sometimes this just is the best thing to do. If it's abusive, if it's swearing or threatening, then a business post probably isn't the best place to engage with that kind of stuff. So you might want to just get rid of it. And if you choose to delete 
any anti-vegan comment, then no one will judge you for that. Because sometimes you just don't need the hassle. But because we're a vegan business, then if the person posting is at least keeping it clean, then to me, this is an opportunity not just to engage and educate and bust some vegan myths, but also to prove your vegan credentials with your own tribe. Sometimes I've not actually seen a comment that somebody has made on one of our posts until the next day, and I found that somebody else has already done my job for me. Another vegan has seen the comment and already engaged and maybe even said the things I'd actually have liked to have said, but as a business owner, it probably wasn't right for me to say it. And this is important. Don't let that one negative comment weigh too heavily. As a vegan business, you will probably find that for every one negative comment you get, you will have received 10 positive ones from your customers about what you are doing or about your product and your mission. So you need to keep it in perspective. And sometimes just letting a comment hang about for a while means that your own tribe rallies around you and they take that comment on so that you don't have to. And if you do find that you are a bit of an energy sponge, then make a conscious choice to take on the energy from the positive comments and not the negative ones. As I said, remember that for many people, you've come uninvited into their social media space. So don't take it personally if they push back against that. But if you are up for the challenge and you decide that you do actually want to reply to one of these negative posts and engage with the person who has made it, then there are a few things you can do to hopefully increase the possibility of making it a useful exchange. And the first tip I will give is to engage these kind of comments as a real person, not as a business. You will be amazed what a difference just putting your first name at the end of your reply can make. All of a sudden, they realize that they're not just raging at a blank space or a faceless business, but that their comment has been read by a real person. And this is where it's really useful to have learned a few of the tools of a vegan street activist. And if you've ever got involved with a cube of truth with your local Anonymous for the Voiceless group, then they will have given you support and training on how to engage with people on the topic of veganism. Myself and Lisa, we attended one of their workshops and the strategies we learned there have been really useful engaging with people who comment on our social media posts. Because the main thing you are combating when trying to engage somebody with veganism is this person's preconception that you are different to them. Very few people are vegan from birth, but many people think that vegans are just a different species. And it's your job to show them that you are not. And the best way to do this is to agree with them. Now, I know that this sounds counterintuitive, but if somebody ever says to me that they think veganism is extreme, the first thing I do is agree with them. I say, I know, that's exactly what I thought. 
And if somebody says that vegans shouldn't push their views on other people, I will happily chime in that I know. That's exactly what I used to say. As I said earlier, remember what your views of veganism were before you became vegan yourself. Put yourself in their shoes. Because if you can do that, you can show them there's a path that leads from where they stand to where you are now. So agree with their comments. Tell them that's exactly how you used to feel. Tell them that if somebody had told you a few years ago that you'd be vegan, that you would have just laughed at them. Because there's nothing more disarming to somebody making anti-vegan comments when they realise that actually the person they are talking to is somebody who is just like them. So tell them, what you learned that made you change your habits and do it in the nicest possible and conversational way that you can. Because you are not trying to change that person's mind in the comments section on your post. That is just never going to happen. You're simply trying to plant a seed. Think back to your own plant-based journey. You might say that you turned vegan because you watched a documentary, but what caused you to go out and find that documentary in the first place? Because at some point, the idea that being vegan is actually pretty normal and not extreme, that was planted in your mind. So be the encouraging vegan that you wish that you'd have met before you turned vegan yourself. Now, on one of our adverts for Vegan Business Tribe, somebody did indeed make the comment about how all vegans eat grass. So I replied saying that's exactly what I thought before I went vegan. But here's the photo of a vegan fish and chips that I've just finished off. And I never thought I'd be able to have food like this. The person didn't type a reply, but they liked the photo as their response. Person nudged ever so slightly. Mission accomplished. Also, don't take somebody's comments necessarily as negative if they're challenging your vegan views. Take a step back and work out if this person is actually looking for an answer to a question. For example, in one of our social media posts, we featured Function Beer, which is a vegan real ale company. And somebody commented about how vegan food is just a sham. Because how can beer not be vegan? So again, I used my standard response of, Hi, David here, and thanks for engaging. Because that's exactly what I used to think. Before then explaining how I first found out that beer can be filtered through fish bladders or use dairy to give it a thicker body and how gross that actually is. Now, in that exchange, I didn't turn that person vegan, but they actually thanked me for taking the time out to answer the question, unlike the other vegans they had met. So if somebody comments that vegan food is a rip-off because it's so expensive, then tell them that's what you used to think, and then explain what you eat now. You won't win them all. You might not even win half, 
and for every person whose perception you manage to nudge. Other people will come back with a picture of a leg of lamb or a long post telling you that, you know, you're damaging your health with links to spurious health studies. And I do actually always want to thank these people for being so concerned about my health. And I always want to ask if they show the same level of concern to their other friends who maybe live on chips and Red Bull. And, you know, asking them if they're getting all the nutrients that they need. But I don't respond this way because you always have to remember you are not talking to this person in the street or at a barbecue. You are in the comment section of a post from your business. And this isn't the time or the place to get involved in those arguments. In fact, I usually set myself the one reply only rule. So I will reply to the original comments that they make but I don't reply to any follow-on comments, unless they're specifically asking for some more information. And doing this just avoids the exchange from becoming an argument. And you might think, well, what's the point in engaging at all? Why not just delete the comments or ignore them? And as I said before, that is a genuine option. Just delete the comment, ban the person, and save yourself the hassle. But remember, but for every person who leaves a negative comment, probably about another 20, 30, 40 people had the same thought, but they didn't leave a comment. But these people will read your answer also. Maybe they thought that cows just made milk because that's what cows do. And I know it sounds stupid, but that's what I thought before I went vegan. I never realised that the only reason a cow is making milk is because that cow has just had a baby. And the only reason I'm having that milk on my cornflakes is because that baby has been taken out of the picture. I really wish that somebody had pointed that out to me many, many years earlier. Because then maybe I would have realised that veganism wasn't anywhere near as extreme as the dairy industry. And the important thing is that your fans and potential customers will see these answers too. And if they can see that the owner of the business understands veganism, if they're ethically vegan themselves and taking the time out to engage with the people making anti-vegan comments, then they will really connect with you and your company better. I've written replies to anti-vegan comments on some of our Facebook adverts. I've put my name at the end. And the response has had 20 or 30 likes from other people who also saw the ad. So engaging the negative people in your social media comments, that can be a good thing for your business. And the same applies for people who send you messages with anti-vegan views too. You can set yourself the same rules. So agree with them. Talk to them as a friend and then tell them how your opinion changed. And again, don't get dragged into an argument. It is not the time or the place. And if you do receive a message that is obviously negative or abusive, then just delete it once you realise that that is the tone. Just because somebody spends a long time writing a message doesn't mean that you have to spend a long time reading it or thinking about it. You can also avoid getting these comments in the first place if you are able to keep your posts in front of your target audience better. Now, 
as I said at the start, the social media platforms' algorithms for who they think are vegan, they're not brilliant. And they pick up as many angry farmers as they do people on a plant-based journey. So if you're having problems with negative comments on your post and adverts, then try different types of targeting. So if you're using something like Facebook audiences, then try targeting people who like an obvious vegan page. So select people who like and follow the Vegan Society, for example. You can also upload your own contacts lists. So if you have built up a list of potential customers' email addresses through your business that you've already established are vegan or interested in plant-based, so for example, people who came to your stand at a vegan show, for instance, then upload that as your audience. And if these people are on Facebook or Instagram using the same email address, then Facebook will show these people your adverts. Or you can also use a Facebook pixel on your website, meaning that the platform will show your adverts just to the people who have already been to your site. And if you just don't know how to do all these technical sounding things, then let me introduce you to the wonderful world of Google and YouTube. But however you choose to handle these kind of comments, Don't fall into the same them and us trap that they have fallen into. I don't like to say that somebody isn't vegan. I like to say that they're not vegan yet because they are real people too who just haven't yet made the same connection that you have. The person who commented that I was a bald single hippie, they were actually really apologetic when I replied and they realised that the person in the picture had read their comment. Remember, there is no such thing as them and us. There is only us. Okay, so let's just go back over what we've covered in this session with a few takeaway bullet points of how to deal with people making anti-vegan comments on your social media. Point one, it can be distressing when you first start getting these kind of comments, but take a deep breath, count to 10, and don't take it personally. The last thing you want is a complete train wreck on your company's social media page. Keep your inner keyboard warrior at bay. There is no need to go full-on vegan Rambo. Point two, Remember that you can just delete these comments, and sometimes that is the best way to deal with them. You might not be in a place to engage with them right now, so if this is the case, then just delete and block and avoid that hassle. Point three. However, these kind of comments, they can also be an opportunity to engage with someone who has misconceptions about what veganism is and who vegans are as well as an opportunity to better connect with your own tribe. Point four, if you do engage, then remember, there's a good chance that you are the intruder here. You probably came into this person's social media feed uninvited because the platform has wrongly assumed they're interested in veganism. And their comment, that might be a response to that. Point five, before you respond to a comment... Just take a moment to remember what your opinions were of vegans before you went vegan yourself. How different is this person's view from your own view a number of years ago? Frame your response with that in mind. 
Six, don't let the negative comments weigh too heavily. Just remember all the amazing comments that you get. And I'm pretty sure that the positive ones far outnumber the negative ones. And don't forget that. Seven, be a person when you reply. Add your name to the end so that they know that they're talking to a real person and not just a faceless business. Tell them that you used to think exactly what they think and then tell them what changed your view. If they ask a question, even in a negative way, then give them the answer to that question. Bust some vegan myths. Don't just attack the fact that they asked. Point eight, you won't win them all. But don't try to either. You are not looking to completely reverse somebody's opinion on veganism in the comment section of your company's social media post. You are just looking to plant some seeds and do a bit of nudging in the kindest, most compassionate way. And point nine, your responses they're not just addressed to the person who made the comment. They're also for all the other people who have got the same opinion but didn't comment. Your replies, they're also partially for your actual target audience too, to connect with them better and show that the company is run by ethical vegans just like them. So this is an interesting conversation to have because you have to remember that you are in control of most of what happens on social media. Most, if not all, of the platforms have very good controls for you to block, ban and delete comments and messages, and sometimes that is the best approach. But I'm always asking what it means to have a vegan business. Is it enough just to have a vegan product or a service? Or as a vegan company, should you be trying to bring more people to veganism? Should you be looking to engage people and educate them so that they can learn what you learned? Should your company set out to actually create more vegans? Because if so, the comment section on your social media posts, that might not be a bad place to plant those seeds. And that is it for another episode and thank you for keeping with me right to the end but don't turn off just yet because I've got one last favour to ask you. If you found this episode useful or just the podcast in general then I would really love if you could help me share it with other vegan business owners that you know. So post it in your WhatsApp group or share it on your LinkedIn account or maybe even share it on your own personal social media account and then you can have a go at answering some of the comments from your non-vegan friends. But also, if your platform lets you do this and iTunes is one of them, then I would love it if you can leave a five-star review on this podcast because that just shows other people that this is a podcast that is worth their time. And finally, don't forget, if you're not signed up on the website yet, then you are missing probably three quarters of everything that goes on at Vegan Business Tribe. And you can just sign up for our weekly email and get access to our free weekly content by becoming a fan. Or if you want to get full access to our community and to be able to chat with myself and Lisa about your vegan business, then come join us as a member for just £12.99 a month. And I can't stress what 
good value that is. We have purposely kept it as low and as affordable as we possibly can. Like I said, it's the equivalent of buying a cup of coffee from your local coffee shop once a week. So go take a look at veganbusinesstribe.com and I really look forward to seeing you on the website. So thank you for your time. I always hugely appreciate you listening. I know how busy your week is. And I will see you on the next one.